Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This is perpetually episode seven because we can't count and so we just don't try anymore. But today's episode is the graduation episode. So if you haven't heard this one before, stick around because we're going to talk about all things homeschool, high school graduations today. Indeed, including the party part. So we'll introduce ourselves. I am Sabrina Justison and I'm here with Vicki Tillman and Kim Smythe. And we are three of the six sisters at 7sistershomeschool.com. We told you we couldn't count. But wait, there's a story. Why are there six of us, but it's seven sisters homeschool? Kim, can you tell them? Oh, I've been waiting for this story. Yay. I wanted to tell it last time. Um, Let's see. Wait a minute. Can I remember? No. (laughs) (laughs) There are six of us. And when you join us, you are the seventh sister. So welcome, little sister. We are your big sisters, and we are delighted that you are here with us today. So we're going to be talking about lots of graduation-related things and getting you ready for perhaps graduating a homeschool high schooler in your family. And a lot of that will be stuff that we have learned from one of our other sisters, who happens to be my biological sister as well. That's Seven Sister Allison. Allison Thorpe is fabulous at throwing parties and running parties and catering events and doing all that stuff. And just cooking in general. She's pretty yummy. She's the most introverted of us all, I believe, but throws the absolute best parties. She has always told me that she likes to host and throw the parties because then she has so many jobs to do that she doesn't have to stand around and make small talk with anyone. So (laughs) So it works. She's an expert. Yep. She told me a similar story about events at school. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good. You work within your giftings. You know yourself and that is okay. She has a tip on um, one of the blog posts on our website about throwing graduation parties and we're going to let you in on that tip right now because there's a funny story that goes along with it. She recommends that on your buffet table at a party, you place the napkins and the forks and knives and spoons not at the front of the buffet table by the plates. Oh, sure, that's where everyone is accustomed to seeing them. But no, it is much better to put them at the very end because then you have less to juggle in your hands while you're making your way down the buffet table. Why didn't anybody ever think of that before? I'm always dropping my napkin on the floor. (laughs) And then I know, do I really need a spoon? Do I need a knife? What do I really need anyway? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's downright brilliant. It is. It is. I think of her every time I do it. (laughs) Now, the funny part is we, you know, we are creatures of habit as human beings and We have all been at many buffet tables where it has not been set up in this brilliant and efficient manner. And um, Allison recently was setting up for an event somewhere, and she said it as she always did, and a woman, trying to be helpful, I'm sure, came and moved the napkins and silverware back to the front of the buffet table. And Allison politely explained to her, oh, you know, actually, I I had put it down there on purpose. It's, It's easier. It's less for people to carry. And the woman insisted on moving them anyway, even though it was not her event. It was not her responsibility. And Allison, being the non-confrontational introvert that she is, just ducked her head and ground her teeth and let the woman move her buffet table around. 
So it can be hard to break free from our buffet table expectations for the silverware, but... causes a lot of stress to some people. It it does. But it is really a good tip, I think. It's great. It is. All right, so as we start talking about graduation parties, we need to just get ourselves in the mood for graduation itself. So we we have Graduation Bear here with us, us this morning, and if you've been on the Facebook page or the blog post, you've You've probably seen Graduation Bear, but he's going to sing for you. Doesn't that just put you in the mood to talk about graduation? Ah, I love pomp and circumstance. It's so pompous and circumstantial. Yes. <laughs> oh my, so homeschooling really does get to the graduation point. It, it can happen. And we've all seen it in our own families and we've had so many wonderful families in our community where we've joined together to celebrate graduation. Let's talk about the things that we need to do, not academically. The transcript is done, the credits have been earned, everything is rocking along. Let's just talk about the actual, we're gonna have a graduate. What are we gonna do to celebrate this? So what are some of the things um, that you can do during the senior year? So one of the things is to get a class ring Mm -hmm. if your homeschool high schooler wants to do that. So some kids these days have no clue what that even is. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, it's really important. I've Mm -hmm. met kids that were just thrilled. You can get them through Walmart even now. This is not Mm -hmm. a sponsored anything. (laughs) But I just, I had assumed that you had to go through a high-end jeweler. Mm -hmm. But apparently class rings are easy to order. So you just walk in and say, I want a class ring. So you go to a jeweler or a department store and say, this is what I want. And they let you pick things out and make your own class ring. Absolutely. Very cool. So if that is important to you, get a class ring. Uh, Taking a senior trip often is something that happens before graduation. All of my kids went with me. Well, one of them did it right after he was finished, but the other three, before they reached the finish line of senior year, went on a special trip just with mom, went somewhere and did something cool, just the two of us. Um, some, some of our kids did a friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. road trip with their friends. Yep, yep. Pictures are also very popular around here. Senior um, pictures, yes. Um, Vicky's daughter is, is, actually we all have photographers, all three of us yeah. have children that are very good photographers. Um, and so, yeah, our kids will, will choose something very special. Most don't use a professional photographer in the sense of going out and hiring someone they don't know, but tons of them have been taken by uh, Vicky's daughter and, and uh, our, our uh, Sabrina's son and my daughter have done some as well. And uh, oftentimes they'll go to places that have special meaning to them, special mm-hmm. parks or just really special places, and they get really creative. And then you can Find some really neat things, whether it be Costco or Shutterfly or Walmart or Target, all those places, Walgreens, they all seem to have really nice options for creating either an announcement or an invitation to a party. Yeah, a lot of them will will turn that senior picture, one of the kids' favorite pictures, into like a postcard, like the Christmas postcards. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of our kids do these days is use that for their announcement. And they'll put, uh, you know, their graduation date and invite you to a party if they're going to have a party. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is neat because used to be the rules were that there should be a formal invitation to the graduation ceremony, and then a separate invitation to the party, and then you should include a portrait 
um, little wallet size or whatever with each of us. And those rules are gone. And there are these mm -hmm. wonderful options now, with especially with the digital imaging. It's so easy to create really, really unique to your kid announcements and invitations and senior picture all in one. And they make a great thing. Like mm -hmm. I put them all on the left side of my refrigerator and that becomes my prayer wall. When I want to remember to pray for all those kids, I just look it up at all their pictures, and there they are. That's the... a great idea. That yeah. is a great idea. Yeah, I like to hang them on the mantle. We have an old farmhouse, and, and it has old fireplaces. So oh, beautiful. So we hang them there, and I look and go, oh, yeah. I like those teenagers. And see, I hang them up, too. I hang them on my doors here in the office. And I will have sometimes in years where a whole lot of kids that I felt connected to graduated my door has been just pretty much covered yeah. but I like to work at my desk and have all my former you know people teens that I love yeah. looking over my shoulder so those pictures are really important for people outside the family one of the most important people that needs to get a senior picture is grandparent absolutely grandma or grandpa need a picture of their grandkid for graduation so if you take several pictures, if you take one in cap and gown, like a, the kids don't like cap and gown pictures anymore. But the grandparents, grandparents love, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to make your grandparents happy, then you get a cap and gown. And then you give your friends the picture of the young person all dressed up in whatever they like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was actually at my parents yesterday, and they have one of those photo screens, the three-sided standing wooden screens, you know, uh, floor to ceiling. And they have the kids all their grandkids' baby pictures in there, and then set into each one, tucked into the corner, that is their senior picture. Going, so you've got the baby face and this graduation picture, and, and it is. It's very important to yes. them to have that oh, on display yes. in their in their home. Certainly. So, all right, so we've got class rings if you want them, a senior trip if that sounds like fun, senior pictures, announcements, and invitations. What if you need to create your own diploma if you're not mm. a part of an umbrella school or some sort of oversight organization that creates that for you. How can you make something better than just print it off on, you know, paper? <laughs> of course, these days with the internet, you can go online and order them. You know, Homeschool Legal Defense, you can order a diploma with a cover from them. Or you can go on your own computer and make a diploma and go down to Staples or your local office supply store and get a gold embossed seal and a little stamper and, you know, stamp your own diploma. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that I can make my own passport. You know, yeah. I can <laughs> I was just... thinking I was waiting for the day the computer can make my dinner like on the Jetsons. <laughs> okay. That would be really good. That would be really good. All right. Now then we go through all of this and we've now got to decide what kind of ceremony we're going to have. And this is a really individual thing, and this is something I think a lot of homeschoolers have gone with collaborating with other families um, to have a larger ceremony where a bunch of kids can graduate at the same time. I know some of the regional um, homeschool conventions will offer that as for one of the nights during convention that if you would like to pay a fee and participate, your child can graduate with a bunch of other kids. Now that... That wouldn't have worked for me. My kids wanted to graduate with their friends, but they couldn't have cared less about just being in a ceremony. They did the ceremony for me. They just wanted to do something with their friends that would be memorable to them, you know. So I said, I need to flip your tassel. That is like 
it's a deep need in my psyche to move that tassel and to mark that moment. So I wanted the formality. I wanted them in caps and gowns, and I wanted to hear, you know, our little bear. We, we needed a chance to cry and mess up our makeup. Yes. Yes. And I needed an excuse to wear really cool shoes. Oh, yes, she did. I was with her when she bought them. I was going to stand on the platform, and my feet needed to be very cute, you know? So so there are, there are mom needs yes, for the ceremony. Yes. And those are so important. You know, we worked for many years to get that kid graduated. So a large part of the graduation ceremony is our closure on the years that we have worked. So yes. the kids kind of help us out with that. Absolutely. And when we do it together, then it's also a way for them to celebrate formally with their friends. Right. Uh, another thing that came up real big last year, I think for the first time in our area, um, is decorating their caps. A lot of them wanted to decorate their caps, and that was a really neat way for them to show their individual personality or their sense of humor. So their mortar, their mortar yes, boards, the mortar boards. Had, had, exactly. but we wouldn't let them do 3D. It had to be 2D. It had to be, yes. yes. Nothing hanging over, nothing sticking up, you know, <laughs> no Eiffel Towers. <laughs> yeah, and we, we developed a, a term for the moms in our community who are graduating their youngest, mm-hmm. that these were the Omega moms, you know, they had right. homeschooled Alpha through Omega of their kids. Because for a lot of them, like Vicky said, the running eye makeup thing, the the emotions were running thick for most of the Omega moms. Oh, they yes. were they were ending a career for themselves at the same time that they were celebrating their kids' accomplishment. It it's a big deal. So it's okay to take care of mom yep. and to take care of the kids' needs all at the same time. Indeed. Yeah. The last couple of years even the Omega moms got together and had breakfast. That's right. To kind of celebrate and also process, process some of those emotions. Yeah. 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 Debrief. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of trauma processing yeah. for some folks. It, it yeah. was really important. And yeah. we could ask what's next for your kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So once all of the pomp and circumstance is done with, then you've got what is actually a choice that your family has to make, which is to party or not to party? That is the question. It is. And uh, why Why do you think people should take that question seriously and actually ask their kids that? My kids aren't party kids. They, they just aren't. Even my extroverted kids aren't hugely party kids. So when my first kid graduated, I thought you had to have a graduation party. It's in the homeschool Bible somewhere, isn't somewhere, it? That yes. our kids will be socially marred if we have not thrown a graduation party for them. So yeah. my, my oldest son, kicking and screaming, had a graduation party because his mom said he had to. And he was not happy about <laughs> it. So he survived quite uh-huh. well. And it was fine but my other kids listened to him and they're more assertive and they said mom I don't want a party and so what we did is we took that budget and gave to them that money and they took their friends out to eat they went to graduation and then right after graduation they went out to the diner or Pizza Hut or you know wherever you know tickled them Mm. and they just had their own little thing with their friends so they had a graduation party. It was just it was, way different than what others might look like. And so much easier on me. Yay! <laughs> Except for my youngest. He had a party. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly because his friend uh, wanted a party. And his mom 
uh, wanted a party, and so we went along with the with the ride. So, mm-hmm. so the collaborating thing that yeah. that is a cool way to have a party. Um, and one of my kids, who definitely did want a party, who was a big life of the party kind of dude, mm-hmm. but he and one of his best friends, who was also graduating that year. They had a joint party, and we have a very large backyard, so we said we would host it, and the mom and I then split the responsibilities for preparations. And they had all the same friends. So all the same people were going to be invited except for the two families anyway. So we just, you know, the parents added on families from both sides, and all of their kids, I mean, all the kids' friends were in common anyway. So it also made a scheduling um, conflict just disappear. Made it easier on the guests. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Because you know how that can be when you get coming into graduation party season and you've got two or three parties scheduled on the same Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very hard on a community where people are all each other's friends. So hey, and, throw a combined party. Absolutely. And our last go round, we considered that and we're very interested in it. But because we had friend groups coming from two hours in one direction and an hour and a half to two and a half hours in a different direction. And we're looking at hosting a party 45 minutes in the opposite direction from our house. That just didn't work for us. So we had it at our house. And so you had apparently all different... have way too many friends. And oh, they're yeah. from all over the world. <laughs> I, I am the most extroverted of the sisters. <laughs> and the extroversion scale between one and a hundred, Kim's about one and one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And pretty some much. of my kids are, too. Yeah. Indeed. So you don't have to have a party at all, a formal party per se. You don't have to have a party for everyone all at once. You can just have a friend party. You can also just have a family party. It can be a lovely thing to have dinner with the grandparents or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. it makes the grown-ups all feel really like they've marked that occasion. And the kids will survive dinner with their grandparents. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, we actually had lunch before graduation with the grandparents and aunts and uncles because they were all traveling a good way to come to graduation anyway. And then they were welcome to come to the friend party, but then it wasn't such an obligation for them to come do do lots of driving. That's a very good idea. Very good idea. Um, Even if you're not actually combining the party with another graduate, you can share the stuff you have that makes throwing a party easier. Oh my, yes. In, in our community, we've um, a number of us have gotten like the big drink dispensers that you can get at some of the big warehouse stores and tablecloths when they go on sale at the local, you know, Five Below or whatever. And um, A couple of families have tents that they're willing to come and set up and, and uh, tables make that work. and chairs and even crock pots. We had like mm-hmm. a range of six crock pots that were making the rounds last year. And the, the funny story was that I borrowed so many crock pots that when I returned them all, I couldn't find my own. And we found <laughs> it three months later and we had done something really crazy. We put it away in the box where it belonged and nobody looked there. You're the best. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Truth told, if you come over to my house anytime, I'll provide a good laugh, I promise. <laughs> Well, and it's wonderful once you've got those networks in place, you never know. A couple of years later, then we had one of my kids was getting married in the backyard. And I already had the list of who had the what and who had the this. And, and I just started making some phone calls. And before you knew it, 
we we had everything we needed for a wedding. So it's it's good to share, you know. We can all jump in there. Which brings up one of the tips that yes. Allison shares on a series of blog posts at sevensistershomeschool.com. There's a six part series, isn't there? A six part of all series. different things about graduation parties. Wow, yeah. six parts on seven sisters. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Vicky. So you were saying a tip. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so so Allison says keep a list of who you borrowed what from. Because if you're like Kim or me, you won't remember. <laughs> Absolutely. And you'll want it again in a couple of years and you'll have no idea. Or worse, you'll still have something sitting in your house and you go, I wonder well, that's her, that's to that's the other part of that tip. In her blog post she says keep the list of who what came from whom, but also have a designated spot and all of the borrowed stuff as it gets washed, because you'll probably have people helping out. We're gonna get to the yes. how to be a good yeah. guest and how to help out. Oh yeah. If you have people helping out with cleanup, then as they wash things, anything that is not yours goes to that corner and then mm-hmm. you sort through it later. That way it doesn't accidentally get put in a box in your cupboard when it wasn't your crock pot. Oh, <laughs> that's which wonderful. Would be that would yeah. be worse. Yeah. We also found too that sometimes things went from one person to the next person to the next person rather than going back to the owner. And so we would make it a point to just email or text that person and say, okay, we're all done with it. Now I'm sending the this, the this, the this, the this, and the this to the next person and here they are and here's the date of their party. So it was sort of a way to check it off and let the owner know where it was going without having to take it back to them and somebody getting it back from them again. And and that's being a good borrower, along yes. with returning it in the same condition yeah. that you borrowed it. Yeah. Clean yeah. and not broken would yeah. be very nice. Yeah. So you're hearing a lot of plugs for community here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Community is super important. It is. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how to behave well. Let's start with the hostess. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that Allison talks about in her series of blog posts, and it's actually something she struggles with personally, so she's writing from her point of need, but she struggles to delegate and accept Mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. And it is important because you should be celebrating as well as hosting. And, And, you know, people uh, always come up at parties and say, what can I do to help? So if you have a list of things Mm. that they can do to help, even if it's simple, like, would you go pick up the empty paper cups that are sitting around? Oh, yeah. And if you have a list, if you feel uncomfortable asking someone to get the trash and take it out. But if it's on the list, then they can say, oh, I can do the trash. And you don't have to ask. Mm -hmm. We learn all these things from Allison. Yes, we we do. do. We do. Um, planning ahead obviously is very wise and she has some great very specific tips on there for okay so what type of party or how formal do you want it to feel how much of a meal do you want it to be as far as what types of foods you want to have how much food you want to have no one wants to run out of food at a party we all have that fear but we also know that frequently we way overdo it and mm-hmm. kill ourselves in hostess mode and prepare enough you know, so that no one will ever have to eat again for as long as they live. And then we wonder why we're so tired that we can't remember the event after it's over. <laughs> so, yeah, find find a balance in there. Let people help you. Uh, have a list. Wonderful, wonderful ideas. Uh, to cake or not to cake. We've already established oh, yes. to party or not to party. To cake or not to cake is actually a pretty hot topic. That is That is a huge question. Yeah, we still go to parties and find the big old sheet cake with the graduation that... 
somebody lovingly made or somebody lovingly picked up at the local bakery or store or whatever. Or had um, their, their, their senior picture. Yeah, yeah. We, so we, we did that at my youngest. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. And that it looks really neat. cool, and then it's so creepy when you have to cut it. <laughs> I don't know. Some of our kids thought it was kind of fun when they had to cut it. But, yeah. But, so um, a lot of times, a cake does not get eaten. So sure. you right. have to have goals. What's the cake for? If it's decoration... Cool. cool. But if you feel sad, if it doesn't get eaten, then you do cookies instead. Right. Or do a small cake so you can have that centerpiece thing, but then do your cookies or your cupcakes or your brownies. Or, or we one of my kids does not like sweets, doesn't like dessert. So we did like a soft pretzel tray and Rita's water ice. And yeah. that was huge. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So again, I think what we're hearing a lot of is just like there's not one right way to homeschool. There's not one right way to throw a graduation party. And your graduation party should reflect you and your graduate. Indeed. Wonderful. Often less is more. And sometimes we try to create some sort of event that we think is expected rather than creating the event that will actually be satisfying to our kid and to us. Mm-hmm. And if you are just, if your goal is to invite others to celebrate with you what has actually happened in your homeschool, then it should really be a reflection of you. That's mm-hmm. what your friends and your family want anyway. They want to enter into what you are celebrating. Yeah. So one, keep it real. One of the coolest centerpieces or side pieces to a lot of the parties around here are somebody in the family, somebody who's way more technologically savvy than I, um, will create a really cool slideshow that will just be running somewhere on a computer or on a television screen. So. It gives, and it's a really neat place where people will gather, maybe who don't know one another. Mm-hmm. But if you start watching this slideshow, and you'll, and they'll chuckle at one thing, and you'll go, "Oh, I remember that." And then you have this common bond with somebody who, another guest that maybe you didn't know. A conversation starter, absolutely. Which, which leads into social skills. Yep. So if your young person is having their party. They need to know how to be a good host or hostess, mm-hmm. which means greet your guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes tell one guest who another guest is. Mm -hmm. People will arrive at the same time, and one is your uncle and aunt, and the other is your choir teacher. Mm -hmm. They're of a similar age. They're both looking at each other going, are we all family? What what are we? You know, Mm -hmm. and it's it's important to just say, oh, uncle so-and-so, aunt so-and-so, this was my choir teacher, Mrs. So-and-so. And and make that easy for your guests to then chat with one another. So it becomes a homeschooling event because they're learning how to do networking skills. That education thing, it doesn't really end at graduation. It's just a myth. And, of course, the graciously saying thank you when you are handed a card that you know probably has money in it because that is sort of the most typical graduation gift thing. Um, so to, to very graciously smile and make eye contact and say thank you and, if appropriate, give a hug if, if you're a huggy type of person. And and then go and put it in the basket so it doesn't get lost or thrown out or whatever. And write thank you notes, notes after yes. the party for those gifts. Yes. For some kids, being the guest of honor is very stressful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had one of my kids for whom this was <clears throat> even more of an issue than the others. And uh, we talked about ahead of time we talked about so how can we make this where it feels like a celebration and not like someone has shown a spotlight on you and you Mm. are now supposed to entertain us all Mm. and for that kid we chose a series of activities that would happen at the party and um, they were not fancy activities but it was a 
it, it was a way to move from one thing to the next so mm-hmm. that the guest of honor didn't feel overwhelmed. Well, and that's a good idea because when you have activity going on, conversation takes care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when everyone just has to stand around and look at one another, it's it's hard if you're not a, a full dyed-in-the-wool extrovert like right. Kim, who could talk to anyone. <laughs> and, oh, I admire that. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> some tips for being a really good guest. Mm-hmm. The number one best thing to not say to the graduate at a homeschool graduation party is what are you doing after graduation oh don't say it it's so stressful it's horrible if you know what that kid is doing if you already know that they have enlisted in the military you can ask when do you go to basic training or but if you ask them their future plans they feel so put on the spot and many of them don't have all the fine points hammered out yet and it makes them very nervous and at a graduation party you just want to do happy things we're celebrating what they've already accomplished not grilling them on what they're going to get done next right and there are some kids who do want to talk about it and they'll probably bring it up Right. right And when you're talking to the guest of honor, do not monopolize their time. Oh, right. yeah. They are the guest of honor, and everyone who has come there knows that they're the guest of honor. So they would all like to get a hug and say a hello and chat for a moment. So don't monopolize them. It's practice for weddings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Many graduation parties are family parties, and so if you have come with little kids in tow, just be sensitive to the fact that this is a high school graduation party. It's not a four-year-old's birthday party. And so you should just keep an eye on your littles. And, you know, nobody wants to see the tablecloth go sailing off of the buffet table as your child, the superhero, goes flying across the yard or something. <laughs> or the cake cut before you're ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. This is just a taste of the list of uh, tips and the plethora. Ooh, good word. Ooh, plethora. Yes of ideas that are six part series of blog posts at sevensistershomeschool.com will provide for you. And these were, again, as we said, mostly drawn from Seven Sister Allison's tremendous um, experience hosting large parties and helping make these things happen in a really fun way for people. So as you're coming into graduation, um, just keep reminding yourself, we are celebrating the wonderfulness that has been homeschooling in our house. And if it is going to be a party or a ceremony or announcements and senior pictures, if these are going to be things that are going to be important to the ones who love you, it will be because they are things that capture and reflect the homeschool experience that you have had and your family's uniqueness. Let it be yours. It's okay for it to not look like everybody else's. Because there's not one right way to do graduation. So true. If you're looking for a diverse collection of curriculum options, encouraging articles, white papers, how-to posts, just all kinds of stuff about all different types of homeschooling and um, primarily homeschooling high school, you definitely want to stop by 7sistershomeschool.com. Read blog posts that are on topics that interest you and browse our ebook store for affordable and adaptable curriculum options. We um, really want to encourage people who are homeschooling high school to do it in the way that is best for their family. 
and to make uh, choices that will further them toward reaching their goals and their objectives and working with the way God wired their children. And we think that God did a really good job when he made our families unique. And we should be the people he made us to be. Amen. If you would be so kind as to maybe stop by our podcast page at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Mm -hmm. and leave a little comment, a little thumbs up if you like what you're hearing, or hop over to iTunes and let people there um, find us more easily and hear that you are being encouraged by the Homeschool High School podcast. That would be terrific. That would be great. What else do we want them to do? Oh, if you're not on our email list, <clears throat> you most certainly want to go to sevensistershomeschool.com and on our homepage, just scroll down near the bottom and pop your email address in there. Our emails are never spammy. They are very, very much value content showing up in your inbox. Um, pieces of um, actual how-to stuff will show up right in your inbox. You know, how to tackle a research paper, <clears throat> pardon me, with a struggling writer. I mean, really concrete stuff. And we promise to never just waste your waste your inbox space. So you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage because we don't do pop-ups. Nope. Because mm-hmm. pop-ups annoy us. So we don't want to annoy our seventh sisters. <laughs> no. no pop-ups. Yes. Um, is that everything That's that we it. have to cover today? I think so. So celebrate, enjoy, and we will see you next time. This was the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>